on a Friday. This is the last video before I go to Anaheim, where for whatever reason, people had no idea where Anaheim was. I was talking to a couple of people and they're like, what's in Anaheim? What is in Anaheim was the question, not what, where is Anaheim? So uh, yeah, it's a city in California, just in case you wanted to know. There's also a, something called a hockey team there where they play on ice. It's a little bit chilly. They have sticks and a puck. One of my favorite sports, actually probably my favorite sport. Um, all right, so let's just get right into it. Today we're gonna be talking about something that I actually, I actually heard it from one of my friends. So he recently became single and he's, he's like, listen, he, he's not into the dating apps. I'm actually on that way there too, just based on <laughs> my experience thus far. And to be honest, I'm way better in person and, and I'm really bad at texting. So people are like, what, what? This guy talks in hieroglyphics. I'm like, yeah, because I don't have much time to respond to your stuff. Anyway, don't get me started on that. So he goes into it and he says, he goes, oh, you know, I'm single and everything else. I said, well, you know, you, you got to get back into the game and he's heartbroken and everything else. And he was talking about it and he said, that he's actually doing really well on you know recovering from the relationship and getting back into it because a lot of people they leave the relationship or anything it could be leaving a job it could be coming back from an in injury and they don't have that discipline of let's go out let's do something by myself because you're usually like i'm going to be with someone i'm going to be with my girlfriend i'm going to be with my boyfriend and you go out together or you have that discipline of going to the gym every single day and then you get ACL surgery or you get soul, soul, soldier, <laughs> shoulder surgery and you don't have that discipline. So he said something very interesting. He said, I'm treating it like work. In other words, he's very passionate about his job and he is going to be very passionate about getting himself back up to the standards that he wanted. And when he was in this relationship, his standards started falling apart. You know, he wasn't in shape like he used to, this guy used to be jacked. Uh, he used to be, you know, just a, a fun outgoing person and his mission was not about himself. His mission was about her and then she kind of started, you know, whatever, I'm not gonna get into the relationship. But in other words, when he came, and I saw him like two weeks ago, the guy was like glowing and, and then we've been texting back and forth. The guy is completely on his purpose and this is with anyone. So in other words, Anything that you want to actually accomplish, it should not be your dabbling. It should not be a hobby. It should not be, oh, it's my passion. I, I like to paint. But the thing is, if you really like to paint, that's all it is. But if you know that painting is going to change your life, if you know that going to the gym is going to change your life, if you know that eating well is going to change your life, if prospecting is going to bring in so much more business, why don't you do it? Because you're, it's, it's a dabble. It's, it's a once a week, twice a week. And he said, he just went full on himself. In other words, he went full on, I'm going to the gym, I'm getting back into shape, I'm gonna start reading, I'm gonna start going out, I'm gonna build up my social circle again, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna ask for the promotion. So you're really covering all the bases. So any area that you wanna turn into a habit, you have to treat it as work. I'm the exact same way. Going back to the dating apps, I actually started really thinking about this because for myself is I looked at dating apps and I said, well, at least I could be at work and, you know, text or whatever. And then I noticed two things. Number one is the person I met or yeah, the person that was online that I met in person, two totally different specimens, you know, online, fun, engaging, awesome, incredible in person. You're like, what? 
how, what, how false advertising a little bit. And I understand it is with guys as well. Okay. So it's not just girls. And the second thing is that you could be going bantering back and forth and everything else. And then the girl has a bad day and doesn't want to respond. And then she's like, you know what? I'm not going to respond to anyone. Or you say the wrong thing. I'm very sarcastic. So people in, in, in real life, they're like, oh, he's witty. This is just his response. This is just who he is. Okay. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that that doesn't come across through text. That doesn't really come across through email. So I'll, I'll say something that's either sarcastic or funny or whatever. And they're like, oh my God. And then they'll stop talking. That's so for me, what I'm going to treat as work is if I see someone that I want to approach or I want to talk to, I'm going to get back into that because that's what I did for years. And I was very successful. In other words, I was very successful on is, is this right for both of us instead of let's test it out for two hours of our life. And for me, it's like, why are we wasting time? You know, if it, in person, if we're not compatible, you just, you just don't exchange contact information. Online, you exchange contact information to find out if you're compatible, okay? So I'm gonna be treating, I'm gonna eliminate the apps, uh, and I'm gonna just treat it as work. So if you have a, a discipline that you want to get involved in, say it's the gym, you can't dabble. Dabbling, just don't do it at all. That's really what it comes down to. When you dabble, that really says to me and myself when I dabble is, it's really not that, it's not that serious. You know, you, if you really want it, you'd actually treat it as work. You would actually make time every single day. If for me, biking, perfect example. If I want to bike and I want to treat it seriously, I have to bike at least three times a week. I have to bike at least two times a week. I'm also going to the gym in between that, but also that comes down to my mindset that comes down to sleeping because I'm waking up at 4am to bike. It comes down to my nutrition What's my, pre-workout, what's my post-workout, what's my during the workout. In other words, when I'm riding 50 miles, you can't just go there empty-handed. You can't just not have anything right before. In other words, you, your body needs that for the, the muscles or else your body's going to start using the muscles, your muscles for energy and then start breaking down your muscles. So you're, you're really not getting better unless you're feeding your energy. You have to feed the energy so your body doesn't go to muscles. Because once you hit a point where there's no more fat to burn or, you, or you're running out of fat, then you start, like I just said, you start going into muscles and then that's when you get really skinny people, skinny runners, you know, cyclists, they don't lift up top because they're just focused on their legs, but their legs are freaking tree trunks. Okay. So any habit that you actually want to instill in your life, whether you want a girlfriend or you, Here's another one. You know, I've, I've a, a good friend. She lives out, you know, in Hoboken, which is a pretty popular area. And she, you know, she's 30, I think she just turned 34. All right. She wants like many women to get married and have kids and everything else. I said, Oh, what's your schedule? She's like, well, I wake up, I go to the gym, I have my headphones in, then I have my headphones when I leave work and then I'm at work and then I go to lunch. I put my headphones back in, I go back to work and then I go home and I'm like, Okay, so why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? Where is there an opportunity to meet a man? Okay, and it's the same thing with guys. Guys are like, oh, I wanna get into a relationship or there's no good girls out there. Okay, that's bullshit, okay? Or I'm big boned. No, you're just fat, okay? You're not big boned. You're just, you're just not eating the right stuff and you're not doing the right stuff. In other words, you're not, you're still eating crap. You're also sitting down all day at work. 
and you're not exercising. So how, where is there room for complaint? You know, you, you understand what you take seriously. There is something in your life that you take seriously. And it could be a bad seriousness, which is apps, TV, junk food, sleeping in, not enough sleep, drinking, over drinking. Okay. The good thing that I just read in the Wall Street Journal yesterday is that beer consumption is going down. Okay. So that's sort of good. But the thing is, wine and liquor is actually increasing. So in other words, the share of beers being sold or the share of beer being sold is actually going down, but wine and liquor, because most people prefer that, they prefer mixed drinks, you know, more money and stylish, and they don't want to be known as that person that's drinking beer and Budweiser and Bud Light and things like that, whatever. But the thing is, there should also be a trend of limiting the amount of drinking because, and they actually did mention that, that a lot of younger people, they understand there's health consequences. They understand obviously there's not only hangover, which affects everything, going to the gym and work and everything else, but if you continue doing that, the long-term consequences, and to be honest, if you really truly wanna be honest for a second, truly, truly be honest, I was waking up, say, five years ago, hungover on a Saturday, and I would be really hungover. Then I would go and get some really shitty food, okay? It could be tons of sugar, tons of bread and, and meats and everything else. And I noticed, I'm like, I'm good during the week, and then I get shit-faced on Thursday and Friday, and then I wake up on Saturday hungover, and then I go to work on Sunday for open houses, and I was thinking, Maybe I'm using alcohol as an escape. Maybe I'm using alcohol as an escape. I'm trying to escape what I'm actually experiencing during the week. So, I'm a, so what we're actually doing is the things that we're really passionate about, gaming, apps, uh, whatever, anything that's not actually advancing your life, maybe that's an escape from your life. Okay, maybe that maybe all the pot that you smoke or the alcohol that you consume or the food you consume or the laziness or the TV or the social media or bitching on the computer to someone that you don't even know who's on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube and you're, comment, you're in the comment section and everyone's a keyboard, keyboard warrior that makes you feel confident inside. That's self-awareness, okay? That self-awareness hurts, it hurts. But someone's gotta tell you. Okay, because when I told myself, I said, holy shit, I'm using alcohol as a crutch to talk to girls at night, to be fun and interesting at night, because I had an insecurity that I wasn't fun and interesting as it is, so I needed the alcohol. And then when I woke up, I had an excuse to not go to the gym, to eat like shit because I was hungover. Okay, that's an outlet. That, it's not an addiction because I wasn't doing it every single day, but that little switch, that mindset where it's like, wow, once I do that, what else in my life am I using as an escape? You know, what, what, where else am I cutting corners? Okay, Les Brown has already said it. If, you're, if, if you want a hard life, do what's easy. If you want an easy life, you do what's hard, okay? And that's in every area. If you want a ton of money, you're gonna have to prospect and follow up. And guess what comes along with that? Rejection. Rejection, okay? If you want a really hard life, you do what's easy. You eat like shit, so later on you have a disease, or you're obese, or you have type two diabetes, or you don't exercise and you feel good in the moment because you get to sleep a little bit longer. Listen, it comes down to discipline, but the area that you actually want to change you have to treat it as work. 
and it's hard because what is work? Work is you do roughly the same thing every single day and there is a time commitment and there is a discipline to do that. Okay, so at work it could be spreadsheets or making calls or following up or emails or proposals or metrics or I don't know, whatever. Whatever it is during work, you take that very seriously. Why? Because you get paid to do it. Imagine if I told you you get paid not in money, not monetarily, but you actually get paid in more energy, enthusiasm, smiling, your body feels better, you feel better, confidence. That's known as exercise. That's known as eating right. That's known as actually understanding that you have to move every 45 minutes or else the blood is not flowing through your legs. Okay, I see it all the time in New York City. It's a phenomenon. Okay, all the people that started at age 22 out of school and then they, hurt, they hit 32, they have a, 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 just a complete disaster from their waist down because they sit all day and the blood does not circulate like it should. The blood, it just gets stuck in the legs and then from here up, from the waist up, it looks great. Okay, this, I gotta tell you, I, I felt really on during this video uh, during this live, you know, I, it's just, it's such a passion right now because when my friend said that, he's like, I'm treating making himself better and getting into the next relationship as work, as work. What do you do during work? You put yourself out there. Maybe you're a little bit vulnerable. Maybe the light goes off while you're doing a live. You know, there's, a, there's, a tr there's so many things that goes into work that you actually have to take the discipline of work and apply it to the area you want to change, okay? You're also doing research. You're, doing educate, you're educating yourself. I'm going to Anaheim next week. There are gonna be no, well, maybe there's gonna be lives, but it's gonna be on my phone. It's gonna go old school and I'm gonna be able to answer questions and everything else. I know some people like that and other people don't. I don't give a shit, okay? Whatever, you know? I do care what you guys think, but then at the same time, I don't because it's where I wanna go and what I wanna do is, you know, I'm building out a studio right here. Uh, everything arrived, my standing desk, I'm gonna post it on social media probably on Sunday or Monday. Once everything is gonna be complete, I'm gonna have lights coming down. Uh, I'm gonna have uh, a green screen behind me. It's gonna look way better. And um, I do appreciate Mad Lead for reaching out because he said that he was going to be doing thumbnails and everything else. I think that's the next game changer because the audio is good, the video is good, the content is good. It's just a matter of people recognizing and, and building that out. So if you guys have any questions, leave in the comments below. I'm, I'm feeling on fire right now, feeling on fire. What's going on, Kelly? Disneyland? Yeah, everyone's like, what? Where's Anaheim? What's going on, Chris? Chris, I love it. Uh, do you track your body fat and water percentage? Um, I do not. Um, I, you know what I do is I'm very self-aware on, I'm extremely self-aware what I put in my body and on my body. In other words, I even, you know, I don't have it now, I threw it out. But even the, the cup that I get things in, if it's hot and it's in a plastic, I'm like, the plastic has chemicals. Okay, and if you look into all the research now, there's more chemical compounds and there's more mineral compounds in our bodies than ever before, okay? And obviously mercury because of fish. Highly recommend you check out what happened with Tony Robbins on that. Tony Robbins, you know, this girl uh, that I was talking to or still is talking to, she has fish almost every single day. 
I said, listen, Tony Robbins almost died from that because he would have fish and salad every single day. So people said, obviously it's not meat, which is good, and it's fish. But the problem is with the fish is they're eating shit that goes into the ocean or they're breathing all the shit that goes into the ocean. Unless this thing is in the middle of the Pacific and it's had a glorious life and it's not stressed out, because of all the plastics and, and bullshit that's in the, in the water and everything else. I thought the millennials are gonna start cleaning that shit up. You know, I gotta tell you, out of all the millennials, they love to consume. They love materialism. You know, they, they, they're not minimalistic at all. Yeah, they, they talk a big talk, but start fucking doing, okay? I do more than, um, don't even get me involved in that, um, but I don't track my, track my body percentage because I'm fine with that. Um, water percentage, I didn't even know you could do that, so thank you for, telling me that. Uh, don't dabble, diddle daddle, have a great weekend. Good morning, how we doing Marcos? Yeah, so um, I'll just leave you with this, is self-awareness, I would say, and Gary Vaynerchuk has talked about it, is the number one thing. Because you, you have to, I already mentioned it, Radical Honesty. Radical Honesty, which is the book that I'm, I'm pretty much done with right now, but there's two areas of your life. The reason that you're unhappy is because of two things. Number one is either you're not honest with people in your life or and or that you're not honest with yourself. That's massive right there, okay? If you're not honest with yourself, you're going through life thinking, I've got plenty of money or I'm healthy or my relationship is amazing. You know, in 2009, when shit hit the fan and all the divorces happened, oh, maybe the relation wasn't solid. Maybe it was built on the foundation of money and there was no communication. There was maybe an attraction, but there was no sex. There was, no, there was nothing more substance than money, okay? If you build it on money, it will fall when money falls. If you build it on sex and the sex starts going down, which it will, you get a divorce. If it was built on attraction, you're gonna get a divorce, okay? So that's radically honest with you and your partner or you and your boss, you and society. So when you're talking to someone, you know, someone, someone reached out uh, last week and they said, hey, listen, man, let's grab drinks. This is a person, to be honest, I'm gonna be the entertainer. There's gonna be nothing brought to the table on the other person. So guess what I said? I said, you know, I'm really busy, I'm going to Anaheim, and I'm coming back and I'm really gonna focus on my job, okay? I really should have said, honestly, honestly, uh, it's great talking right now. I'm trying to weed people like you out of my life. Okay, so I really softened it up, but I was more honest and not lying and say, I am busy, I'm setting up this new office. Obviously, this is completely gangster setup right now. It's on a tripod, it's live and everything else, and I have sort of a standing desk. It's a total disaster and whatever. It's the same thing when, you know, I was talking to this guy, where was I? I was in Texas, I don't know what I was, clearly, you know, I don't like to travel, I don't like to be entertained, I don't care about movies, I don't care about music, I, I listen to the same music, it's not a big deal, you know, people, they're always, they're always seeking a sneaker or a movie or the prequel or the sequel or whatever, that's fine, that's cool, just know if that's your outlet, if that's, if that's your complete outlet, there's two people I used to work with, they're both managers at real estate firms, and they are obsessed with politics, I said, and they would post it and they would, they knew everything. I was like, fantastic, what are you doing? Are you donating to anyone? No, okay. Are you actually going to rallies and maybe protests? No, okay. Uh, so what do you do? You just read, you get pissed off, you talk to other people that are pissed off. Let's be honest with ourselves for a second. That's your outlet. And guess what? One of them, actually, they lost their job. 
They lost their job because the company actually folded and he was a manager there and he had no fucking idea. I knew that that company was folding. I knew town residential was gonna be going under. I know there's gonna be other places that are really pinching pennies right now because there's not as many transactions. I know that, why? Because I'm a business owner myself. I understand the marketplace. I feel the marketplace. It's, it's kind of that sixth sense when you really get to a point, and I'm just ranting and I don't really care. You get to a point in your life where you just, you know people. Like I, you know, girls say, I know what you're thinking because they have that sixth sense. They developed that sixth sense, which is because if they date a guy that's untrustworthy or that is gonna abuse her or anything else, and this is maybe thousands of years ago, and he would leave her, she's fucked because she has to take care of a baby, she also has to cook uh, for the baby, she also has to understand what's going on in the tribe. You know, what if, what, if, what if warriors from another tribe came in? What if another guy is jealous that she went with someone else, she has no one to protect her, okay? And I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, you know, this is how it was. This is how it was. We developed that brain for a reason, okay? We need to understand it and utilize it instead of put societal pressure on top of it. That's the thing. And it made so much sense. I forgot who, who brought it up. It was, uh, it was actually Jordan Peterson. He brought it up and he said, the self-esteem movement was one of the worst things to happen. I was like, what? I read, uh, self, or what is it? Self-confidence or self-esteem by what's his name? Or the six pillars of, of self-esteem. I was like, this is brilliant. Uh, and a bunch of other things, you know, I already talked about that. But if you build confidence on mud, if you build a relationship on nothing, it's, gonna, it's just gonna erode just like that. It's the exact same thing with yourself. If you think you have confidence because you affirm that you have confidence, that's not enough. You actually have to prove to yourself. It's like, it's like a fighter that goes into battle and then he comes out and he, he either loses or the, the team loses. They were so confident going in, but they didn't have the basics. The basics is when shit hits the fan, you gotta move the football down the field. When shit hits the fan, you don't go crazy and say, but I have confidence. I thought we were really good. No, no, no. did you practice the basics? Did you discipline yourself and treat the things that you actually want to, to heal to get better in your life? Did you treat it as work? Did you really treat it as work? It's too competitive now. You know, I'm, I'm getting really riled up now because honestly, at 33, I, I just see the world completely different than everyone else. Everyone else is plugged into a matrix that I'm not gonna get them out of it because do they really wanna get out of the matrix? Do they really wanna get them? They'll say it, they'll say it. Oh, I really like Donald Trump's honesty. Yeah, okay, what about yourself? Or I really like uh, this one person on TV, this coach tells it how it is. Yeah, because he's self-aware that if he doesn't tell it how it is, his team's not gonna get better or he's not gonna get better, okay? You know, Bill Belichick, to the public and to the press, doesn't look like a good coach. Behind the scenes, there's a documentary and you're like, this guy is obsessed with football. He's obsessed with football. He understands the nuances of a team organization. He understands playing together, working together. It's just one big cohesion, offense and defense, special teams, and you're just all trying to go to the exact same goal. That's not easy with 64, 65 players. Okay, grown men that are insane to run into each other and try and murder each other on the field, that's crazy. So 
that, that, that's, you know, as raw as you're going to get from Charles. Uh, love all of it, switched out dinners for salads, but it's tough to get used to. 100%, there's two reasons that people go back to, um, say, easiness. Easiness, in other words, they go, go to the gym for a week, and then they kind of go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they kind of just go away and blah, 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 and then it's just Monday, and then it's just never again, okay? There's two reasons. Number one is there's no, there's no accountability to yourself. Okay, there's no accountability at the gym saying, dude, where were you? Or there's that accountability partner, which is your spouse. I know way too many relationships that are completely fucked when it comes to, to fitness. These are people that ran marathons, they are you know, extremely in shape and everything else, but then they got into a relationship, they got lazy, and now they just sit at home and they, they have a dad bod, or she isn't as in shape because she had a kid. And I understand, that's insane. I can't believe that. I have no idea how a baby comes out of a woman that's just a miracle, okay, if you think about that. But if you also think about it is, this is your life. You have to have the energy, the enthusiasm to raise your child or to be a boss, to be a manager, okay? So when it comes to food, I understand. I was, I was addicted to sugar. I was addicted to drinking. I was addicted to that escapism because it felt good temporarily. I came out of it two ways. Number one is I understood the education behind it and the methodology of why we're addicted to it. Okay. The first is psychological. Psychological, we're addicted to it, say alcohol or drugs or sleeping in or anything because it just feels good and your body wants you to feel good. It doesn't want you to take risks. It doesn't want you to go and, and do fears and everything else. That's psychological. Then you, have, then you also have your body. Physio physiologically, your body is used to it. Your body's used to and it craves, say, cigarettes or alcohol or sugar or sleeping in your body, your circadian rhythms. Everything says, if this is who I am, I have to maximize what you're giving me how often you're actually doing something, and then I actually go and we move that towards the future. Okay, you're giving me shit. Okay, I have to, my liver's on fucking just complete 24-7, just cycling it through. You know, I was watching a, a great video by Dr. Uh, Hyman. What's his name? I forgot his name, but he's absolutely incredible, and he, he's done a tremendous amount of research on terribleness of bread. All the, the three devils, as they call it, white sugar, white powder, or white powder, <laughs> white powder. White powder is pretty bad too. White sugar, white bread, flour, and milk. Okay, dairy, any kind of dairy. It's just not meant to be consumed. Dairy is for a, another animal when they're young. It's not for a grown other animal. Doesn't make sense. And I used to break out. So if you break out, look at how much dairy you have and look how much sugar you have. It also rots away your teeth. So physi physiologically, I understood that my body liked it because it kept me self safe, number one. And number two is back in the day, which we evolved for thousands or millions of years, we would see sugar, fructose, and we'd be like, this is good because it put fat on us, it gave us energy, and we didn't have a plethora of it. It wasn't like you, you had a blueberry farm. It wasn't like you had, you had honey everywhere. You'd get stung and maybe die from wasps. Okay, you'd have to hit it down and break it open, and that's not easy. Imagine doing a hornet's nest or whatever. You know, that's crazy. So I understand it's gonna be hard. You could either roll it in, or you can go extreme and you just cut it off. Completely up to you, however you want to do it, okay? Any other questions? Yep, most people's outlet is a distraction. Uh, Mark Hyman, yeah, he, watch his last video. 
and they have statistics on what we used to consume. I actually noticed in my kombucha, kombucha, however you want to say it, uh, there's way too much sugar. I had no idea. It has 12 grams of sugar and I had two of those. I had no idea until I, I watched this one video and they're like, yeah, you get the one without sugar. And I'm like, there's sugar in this? And I remember like, this is only a couple of days ago, I looked on the back because I, I was like, oh, fermented tea, this is really good for you. It's really good for your, your gut, your bacteria. And it's just, it just breaks down everything that's in your system. And I looked at it and I said, holy shit, 24, I'm having 24 grams of sugar. That's why it tastes good. And this is the popular one. This is the one that everybody drinks. So now I'm probably gonna go to Whole Foods, see which ones are good, which ones are bad, and just turn around the label. And we're going four grams or five grams. I don't care what it tastes. I just do not want sugar. It, it rots away at your teeth. It rots away at your liver, your insides. Obviously, it just adds to everything, including lost clarity. Uh, just sugar is just the worst thing. Um, and then with uh, what I could talk about is the distraction is that it's really easy to see other people like, oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, Charles, you should go to the gym. Yeah, Charles, you should, except what are you doing? And I did that for 22 years of my life. I looked at other people, I'm like, well, if I ran a business, well, if I was in shape, if I had money, it's like, okay, Charles, what's your excuse now? You're running a business. You have the money to do what you want. You know, let, let's get a little self-aware now. Let's get a little radical honest on yourself and along with other people, okay? Stop dropping truth bombs on someone else. There's a lot of that on the internet. Look at yourself, look at yourself, all right? So I'm not gonna be going live for a week. I might be when I'm in Anaheim, I have no idea, meeting with my, my copywriter in Anaheim uh, probably on Monday, can't wait to meet her. Awesome, I found her online, she's incredible, and she's just, she's so positive, she's just the, the type of person I wanna surround myself with. So, Mad Lead, thank you for reaching out about the thumbnails, you know, there'll probably be thumbnails coming every once in a while, and number one, number two, if this is your first video, subscribe. I, I've been standing this whole time, I, I'm gonna be going live on uh, BPI YouTube, and what are we gonna be talking about today? I do not, know. oh co-purchasing and things like that. I don't know if it's gonna be of interest, but if there's any last questions, uh, Jack Canfield, 90 is a bitch, 100% is a breeze. I think what Jack Canfield, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, easy to see the speck in other eyes, but not the log in your own, exactly. That's from the Bible, I think. That's a great quote. That's a great, great quote. You know, and along with the quotes, you know, listen to Jordan Peterson. I know there's not religious people uh, or anything else, but if you really look at the Bible, it truly isn't a re remarkable document. What they knew 22,000 years ago, or you know, obviously they added you know, to it and everything else, the New Testament, the Old Testament, things like that. But if you really look through that, there are things in there that you said, holy shit, holy shit. You know, before you throw stones on someone else, are you not a sinner? You know, before you throw rocks, that's such a brilliant line. It's, and same thing with here. It's just, it's so easy to blame other people. It is so easy. And guess what society does? They encourage it. They encourage it. They encourage that you were born this way. You have no way of actually changing. So don't change. That is the worst thing that could be, you know, I had this, this argument with someone, um, actually this discussion yesterday on, on a terrible date, uh, completely not my type. And you know, it, it was good to get to know her. And obviously I knew, listen, if we're already here, I'm gonna get to know her. Uh, I'm gonna be good and everything else. 
but I brought up just some values that I have, which is the education system is gonna be going online because you have a lot, imagine this, you grow up in a school district, it could be even in the ghetto, it could be in the suburbs or anything else, that is the, only, that is the best person, potentially the best person, potentially, by the way, potentially the best person at that school district instead of online when you can listen to the best person. You can listen to Grant Cardone in sales. You can listen to Gary Vaynerchuk in marketing. You can listen to Tony Robbins in your psychology and your, your physiology. You can, you can listen to Jack Canfield. You can, it's just, everything needs to go online. You need to have the best. There's obviously a tiered structure on that. There's gonna be winners and there's gonna be losers, okay? The self-confidence and, and the fake self-confidence needs to go away. But that's just one man's thought. So have an awesome day. Uh, really appreciate it. Subscribe if this is your first time. Obviously, now I'm looking at how dark it is, which is kind of funny. But anyway, cheers. Enjoy.